rapidly grow. So you have to be willing to change your mindset and your sales skills. And at the end of the day, if you're a small business and you're not, you know, in the, in this big pyramid uh, or this big organizational chart with it with a large organization, change your product. If people are saying that the product that you have is not what they want anymore, find a different. Welcome back to The Prospecting Show, where each week we talk about tips, tricks, and methods for growing an amazing small business pipeline. I'm your host, Dr. Connor Robertson, and on this podcast, you can expect segments on communication, sales, prospecting, and closing. Thank you to everyone who has supported my 100 episodes and 100 days goal going into 2020. Enjoy the show. Today's episode is called The Sales Rope Versus Pipe. This is episode 12 and 100 episodes in 100 days. Welcome back to The Prospecting Show. Today's topic is something that I think a lot of people are, uh, they don't they don't think about it when they're doing sales, but I think they realize in their mind that this is actually what's happening. And so I'm, I'm not really sure where this idea came from, if this is something that's documented somewhere, or it's an idea that I kind of thought up. But it's basically what we call the sales rope versus the sales pipe. So if you imagine you and your prospect standing across from each other, and the only way uh, you guys win is really if if you guys come together, meaning that whatever you have to sell them, they want to buy. Now, if you imagine a stiff pipe, an eight-foot pipe between you, and you're pushing on one end and they're pushing on the other end, the person who can push the furthest will win the deal. And so when you're just starting off in sales and you're working with people um, that have a lot of objections, people who are hard to open, people that are hard to prospect, people that are hard to close, it's mostly because the mindset is of the pipe, meaning that there's this big, long pipe between the two of you. And every time you try to push forward against your prospect, they have that pipe. So they're actually pushed further away from you. So there's this consistent distance between you and your prospect that's very hard to overcome. And if you're selling with that pipe type model where you're actually pushing, 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 and you find that the prospects are going further and further away, that means that you got to shift your mindset into the sales rope model, which is exactly what it sounds like. Instead of having that pipe, that rigid item between you two, instead you have this rope between you two. And because of that, there's a little bit of flexibility in there. If you go and start pushing towards your prospect, you can actually get right in front of them and actually close that deal because there's flexibility there. So as people get more and more experience with 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 their sales uh, experience, you're gonna find that you're gonna take that pipe and kind of mold it into a rope, meaning that you can push harder without losing the prospect because you know how to kind of dance around. So what I always say is kind of in your mind, think about what it is that you actually want to achieve when you're in the sales process with a prospect, and then figure out how can you change your mindset to to be lined up with the rope because at the end of the day a lot of individuals who are new to sales they say well i'm not getting deals done i'm not getting deals done i can't close i'm getting them started but i can't actually get them to complete why is that well a lot of that has to come down to experience and mindset but experience really isn't that big of a factor anymore because anyone can go online and learn anything so what it is is it's a mindset shift between how you want to sell and how your customer wants to be sold And so at the end of the day, you have to figure out how can you match the differences between your customer and you. 
at some point in the sales process, you're going to find that there are some objections that come up and you're going to have to kind of flip those back on the customer. So they might say, oh, well, the price is, you know, the price is too much for me. You got to flip that back instead of doing a pipe method where you just go, oh, well, the price compared to our competitors is better. That's a pipe method where you're going to push the prospect away because that doesn't really help them. But if you'd want to talk a rope method, what you'd say is, what about the prices that you don't like? Is it the terms? Is it the total price? Is it the payment structure? Is it the upfront money? Is it the monthly recurring money? Which part of the price do you not like? And when you start asking those types of questions, you turn your prospecting from that pipe, that rigid push your prospect away to that uh, rope type situation where you can start flexing it and get closer and closer to your prospect without them really realizing what's happening. So I always recommend that you think about the objections that you're getting regularly, write them down on a piece of paper and do one of three things. Either change the way you sell, change the product that you have, if that's possible, or change the people you're selling to. So those again, change the way you sell, change the product, or really change the prospect. And changing the prospect is a really easy one because that just means your targeting's a little bit off. And at the end of the day, you could just go back and say, okay, well, you know, I was selling dental implants to dentists, but I really should be selling them to orthodontists. Well, that's an easy fix. Just start selling it to the right people. The one that gets a little bit trickier is the way that you sell, because if you want to be good at something, you got to either be frequent or you have to have done it for a long period of time where you already are good at it. So most salespeople are not willing to practice. They go through school for multiple years. They kind of learn all these things. You you get educated and you do tons of repetition. But then when they get into their sales career, they stop training. And the reason that they stop training is because they get comfortable. And then when the results at the end of the year don't get any better, it's because they got comfortable and complacent where they're not gonna actually grow. So you have to be willing to change your mindset and your sales skills. And at the end of the day, if you're a small business and you're not you know, in, the, in this big pyramid uh, or this big organizational chart with a, with a large organization, change your product. If people are saying that the product that you have is not what they want anymore, find a different way, create an info product, create a service, create a physical product that's different that meets their needs. That way, at the end of the day, when they say, well, I don't really need this product, what they're telling you is that your product is not solving their solution. So you need to go back to the drawing board and figure out, well, does the product need to be improved? Does the product need to totally change? Or is that product just outdated? There's some things that are just over time are not going to be as useful as they were before. You you saw these, um, for those of you who are kind of big into you know, popular culture and, and some of the items that have, have had ramp up sales, the fidget spinner was a huge deal, uh, must have been four or five years ago now. And that was a product that didn't really solve a huge problem is more of an attention item. And for those of you who don't know, you kind of put it on your finger and you'd spin it and had these three little prongs on it. And it was just an attention device uh, that people would buy for 10, 15 bucks. And that wasn't solving a huge problem other than people liked it and it kind of got their their focus or attention away from what they were currently doing. Now, the reason that I bring that up as an example is that product only lasted so long. And that company understood, listen, this is, this is it. So they changed their product and say, we're not going to really focus on selling this anymore. They exist, but that's not really their focus. They had the right customer, which was young individuals, male and female, probably anybody under the age of 18, maybe under 16. Uh, you would have to look at the date on it. But they had a wide audience. They were really good at selling it. And they had their price extremely low. Again, it's 15 bucks. Like anybody could buy it. So in their sales process, it was there, there was no pipe or rope. It was just customer and purchase all day, every day. Because they lowered those barriers in their prospecting opportunities to make it so much easier because it's a consumer good. 
It was very easy. People thought it solved a problem, even though it was a very small problem, it was just attention. And it was a wide audience. They knew who to sell to. And they basically pumped and dumped. They, they threw as many into the market as possible, made a crap load of money with it. And then at the end of the day, they had a product that, that returned great success. So they looked at it and said, well, we don't have the pipe. We're not going to push with them and say, oh, the price is $50. No one wants to buy it. And they didn't make something that was uh, really hard to understand. It had one function. Put on your finger, spin it. Simple as that. So that's how you can train kind of your systems and your mind is how to how to change the way you sell and the products that you sell if possible if you have one product that's doing really really well meaning it's outperforming other products that you have two to one three to one five to one or even ten to one you should be double or tripling down on those products and getting rid of the ones that that take your attention but don't actually make any money or don't have any sales because they're just not the right product so next time you go back to the drawing board look at the three things is my prospect is it my process or is it my product? And if it's the process and you want to change that, that's something that we could talk about. If you want to email me, Connor at syntax.com, that's C O N N O R at syntax, S Y N T A C Z.com, I could show you a little bit about how we do that. Or we could talk about some of the prospecting that you're doing. At the end of the day, most people are prospecting kind of old school, picking up the phone or doing trade shows or doing in person meetings. Very time, time sensitive. Uh, you could spend all day, you know, reaching out to 30 or 40 people max. You can only do so many phone calls unless you're an absolute savage on the phone. So you got to start finding ways to do things different and change your process, but at the same time, change the way you train. Because if you want to be great, you first got to be frequent. Thank you so much for listening to this short episode of The Prospecting Show. We'll see you next time.